This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And we're back with Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. Hello. We only have a couple more of these guys. <laughs> only a couple more. Well, of all three of us, that is. Yes, with all with the tripod. Mm-hmm. With the tripod. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Had that conversation Bipods before. Are still, yeah. they still, they're still a thing. Yeah. I'm glad we get to spend one of our remaining episodes talking about Academy Award nominations on, on Eric's favorite movie, Joker. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> There's so so much to talk about when it comes to the Oscars. Yes. (laughs) So today, Oscar talk, some trailer talk, and you guys saw some movies. So let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Underwater? Um, Kyle? Yeah, I saw Underwater. You saw Underwater. I'm the only person. I don't know why I looked at Kyle. I was like, Kyle, you want to talk about Underwater? (laughs) Is that a Kyle project usually? (laughs) That's what I'm sensing. Did you see a terrible movie, Kyle? (laughs) It wasn't terrible. It was so far from terrible. Really? Yeah. What was it like? it's just a short, really fast-paced, pretty much nonstop action movie. Um, Kristen Stewart is on screen, I think, like the entire time. So it just mm-hmm. kind of follows her as she meets up with the crew, the station. If For those that don't know, it's at the bottom of the Marianas Trench, which is the deepest part of the ocean. And there's like a freak earthquake, they think. And the station starts collapsing. So the first half of the movie is kind of them scrambling to get to a safe part of the station. And then they come up with a plan to get to a, an intact part that has escape pods that'll take them up to the surface. But in order to get there, they have to walk along the ocean floor. And that's when they start getting picked off by scary deep sea underwater monsters. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I think I get it now. I don't get it. They obviously <laughs> built... I don't get it. They obviously built a, a station down there. Yes. A big one, sprawling, because it has sections with escape pods. Yes. Construction yeah. didn't like it's just been lying dormant until the construction until of it, it the, wake up. the drilling down into the bed floor didn't wake up the monsters, but no. Kristen Stewart arriving was like, Oh now we gotta start killing them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't see what the problem is here. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure I was understanding that that correctly. No, I mean it's they don't see like the little monsters until they're actually out like walking around because they tend to stay away from like the station and like the submarines and things like that because it turns out that they're just like little babies, like larva. Like they're, they're still scary when you first see them and you think that they are the actual monster. But then it's, there's like this really cool reveal where, I mean, it's really dark, so it's kind of hard to see specifically what happens, but essentially like there, you see like millions and millions of these tiny little monsters on this giant limb that just like lifts up and then you're like, Oh, there's something way, way bigger down here. Yeah. And that's like the main thing. So then they have to get to the escape pods and get to safety. Oh, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of similarities to alien, which is the thing everybody was talking about. But I mean, it, it's well shot. The performances are all good. The, the characters are, they're generic, but they're, different enough that they give you all you need actors make them work i take it yeah it's kind of like this is the comedic relief guy these two are engaged this is the captain Mm -hmm. you know it's like bare minimum yeah but it works because they're all good enough performances yeah basically what i liked about it is just that it's a january movie that i saw on a whim it was it didn't overstay its welcome 
and the monster was really cool. Nice. So I was like, oh. There wasn't anything where I was like, oh, God. Except for maybe TJ Miller, who was a right. little, like, awkward in his comedic timing. Uh-huh. And a lot of his lines, I was like, is that supposed to be funny? Because it just sounds kind of random. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like this little stuffed bunny that he carries around, sort of like that. Suicide Squad yeah, they guy that with the Unicorn Suicide Squad. Yeah, which is just as pointless as it was in that movie. <laughs> they um, didn't learn. <laughs> yeah, because like you don't know anything about the about the bunny. And then spoilers: T.J. Miller gets killed, but as he's like getting eaten alive, he's like, "Take the bunny!" And he like hands well, the stuffed <laughs> bunny to another person. That makes me chuckle. And then you never see it again. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you do actually, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a harmless, fun. I don't like using the phrase to switch off your brain, but that's kind of what it is. It, it works for the month that we're in now when it comes to theatrical releases. Yeah, you like could do a lot worse for one. like a an early January release. Yeah, and there's sure to be plenty of worse January releases, so that one might yeah. be the better one. We're halfway through the month, guys. There's not <laughs> that many more. <laughs> well, I just love giant, incomprehensibly huge monsters, and when I found out that that's what the actual monster was, I was like, okay, I'll go see that. I don't have anything else going on. Hmm. Well, if people are looking for that, it's my first movie of 2020. Yeah, and it, it's off to a good start. That's not <laughs> bad. I would say a solid three note. out of five. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, all right. But what I will say is the other movie that we both saw. Yeah, it's quite a bit better. <laughs> so it's the buzzed about film. It won Golden Globe nominations what, for best for drama and yeah. best cinematography. I think probably. Unless Joker won. I think it was this one, though. We're talking about 1917. Yes. And it was my first movie of 2020. But you can't count it because it's a 19. Yeah, I saw it before I saw it. What a great start it was because this movie's (laughs) fantastic. It was a good way to kick off the air in terms of theater-going experiences. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. There was quite a big draw of audiences. There's so many people at my my showing. Yeah. It's crazy. And there was still, when I went and saw Underwater, the parking lot was packed. And it wasn't because of underwater. <laughs> That's really cool, though. I'm glad to see um, these an Oscar buzzy movie such as this one being able to like get all sorts of audiences to come in because this oh, movie yeah. really can work for just about anyone. No, I mean it's so. To put it simply, uh, it's a simple story. Um, there are these two young soldiers. One of them has a brother in a in a separate. Uh, I don't know the unit. military unit. Yeah, there you go. And that unit is supposed to charge and attack, I guess you could say ambush, uh, a German encampment. But it turns out to be a trap that the Germans had been planning, and it's going to be a massacre. So the younger brother and his other partner have to get there and deliver the message calling off the attack. And it's like a race against time. It's Mm -hmm. a very strong ticking clock element. Crossing into enemy territory. Yeah. And the, the big marketing thing for this movie was the fact that it's shot to look like it's just one long continuous mm-hmm. take um did that come off good was yeah. it oh yeah no i mean obviously you can see kind of some of the cuts are a little bit more obvious than others yeah. none of none of them are like glaring but it's like the camera somebody will walk in front of the camera and fill the entire screen yeah and then it's like yeah. they probably cut right there mm-hmm. but it fits perfectly with the with the scenes because the movement and the way the characters like traverse the landscape it's unbelievable how they pulled it off it also helps take in the environment that's saying and especially for like world war one which is very oh, yeah. different compared to like 
I don't know, World War Two or most recent war movies that we see that in, that tell us. Oh like, yeah, World War One is so ugly is and trench warfare and yeah. mud and rotting bodies and yeah, it's gross. But a lot of movies that do this one take thing, they do it, and it's always it's usually cool. But it's a lot; they're a lot more contained. Like Birdman was kind of all in that playhouse, and like the old Hitchcock movie Rope is like all in an apartment. But this is like just one long linear journey like across yeah. the country and you just like it's all happening in real time and it's crazy to watch it happen mm-hmm. you're like oh my god we have covered so much ground <laughs> and but yet at the same time it flies by like the, it never slows down even if there's slower parts of their journey no it has like, a very still, good rhythm to you're it you're still into it the whole time yeah. like there's never a moment where i feel like people will be like all right time to wrap this up you're going to be invested in this journey oh yeah 100%. no the, the rhythm is perfect there's yeah. some there's some calmer like introspective parts but then there's you know he's running away from snipers mm-hmm. and there's everything in this movie yeah and the main guy george mckay mm-hmm. is so good in it yeah he carries this movie i mean almost literally yeah like it's sad that he didn't get an acting nomination. If I know. I think it was overlooked. I don't think people, because I don't think they campaigned for him to be. Well, this movie also came out later than most of the other ones. Best actor, but and by the yeah. time it came out, even in its limited release, I think people had already made up their minds yeah. of who like the five best actors were. But I was thinking about that during the middle of the movie. I was like, you know what? I could easily, if I was an Oscar voter, I could easily see myself choosing him as one of the five because he is very good. Mm-hmm. It's. It's more of a subtle performance than like, you know, a big standout with like the Oscar speech moment. You know, it's not quite like that. But if you just if you look into it a bit more, you'll see just how great he is. They just put him through hell. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and the music is probably the best music of the year. Like the score is in my opinion that that stood out in the best way. Mm -hmm. It helps with the tensions. It helps with uh, its dramatic moments. good or bad it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a third person traveling with them i can see that. yeah that's like, a good way of describing their own theme it. song as they go yeah <laughs> almost yeah for no, sure no it's it there i really can't say enough good things about that movie yeah i do wish it kind of came out a bit sooner 2019 but maybe i am happy that for like Thanksgiving. sure maybe. but that's know. just for my own greedy needs but i'm glad that people are recognizing like that they should check this movie out because it is really excellent i'm glad it's getting such good word of mouth because i was just gonna say i think word of mouth is spreading like crazy it's really helping in january to have something Mm -hmm. for a weekend well especially for universal too doolittle just released and it's not off to a good start right now probably so now it's not really expected to (laughs) well no and i mean cats also was kind of a big hit for them so they need a win yeah. <laughs> but no i mean but after this is focus's win this isn't universal's win 1917 isn't that universal no it's focus i'm pretty sure it's universal is i it thought universal? it was universal. Yeah. yeah i'm pretty <laughs> oh. sure i thought it was focus no I, I, I guess you're right i guess i am booking it with the main universal it seems <laughs> like it should be a focus title i want to just it's, focus the win it's i mean just this. the look and feel of it it definitely has more of like a not art house in like the traditional sense, but it's definitely upscale. Yeah, it's a very, very well made, artsy movie. Yeah, and just I wouldn't be ex- I wouldn't be surprised if it like ends up being a surprise like I don't know like Dominator at the Oscars yeah. because I, I think it will be in the we'll get into that more just now, but I think it's going to be in the top three like best picture picks for oh, people. Yeah. I mean, it checks all the right boxes prestigious war movies have always done good 
Um, the Academy loves them. They're very universally loved by audiences. Mm-hmm. Like, and the music. The music is just so good. I still think about it. Yeah, and listen to it. So well, I guess that's a good segue into the yeah. the main event. So it got what ten nominations? Yes. As well, yeah. It didn't get as many as Joker, but <laughs> um, it tied Irishman. Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and 1917 yeah. all got ten each, and Joker yeah. got eleven. Yep. Joker got one. It got of, eleven guys. The most. <laughs> the most of the ceremony. I like the. I like Joker. Of the nominees. Eleven. Eleven nominations. 11. Usually, there's that movie what? that like if people really like it it just ends up getting nominated in like every category i yeah. don't see it i don't agree with it la la land did I'm that not a few that years surprised. ago la la land is tied i think with the record for the most nominations ever i think that's I think correct I have like 14 or 17 yeah. or something is it worse mm-hmm. to get so many nominations and win so few of them or is it better to get nominated like say six times and win all six like i don't know I, think, I would I would say it's worse to get nominated and not win any of them. When it comes yeah. to selling the movie like in Joker's stores, be that way. I think they like to have on the box art like nominated for eleven Academy Awards yeah. instead of saying like winner of two Academy Awards. I could picture Joker when it probably does do its re-release. Like no, oh, the TV spots are going to be like boom, 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 boom. All these nominations Critics everywhere. Agree. Nominations. Joker yeah. is the wah, 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 greatest wah, wah, movie of the year. <laughs> Yeah. No, so I mean, uh, we probably don't have to run down the whole list, but no. there's not too many surprises. What's just your general feeling on it? Like, I mean, everything, I, nothing, the one, there are a couple things that I guess you could say surprised me. One was a good thing. I liked seeing The Lighthouse getting a cinematography nomination. Yeah. I think that's like the only A24 thing that got anything. A24 got shut out. Which is interesting because, you know, they had been such big game like players these past couple years yeah i thought this was one of their better years so i liked seeing that i was sad that adam sandler didn't get nominated for best actor and i was sad that greta gerwig didn't get nominated for best director and i was also sad that uh lulu wong didn't get nominated for best director as well as the farewell just being shut out completely too i would be more sad about that but i never really expected it to that's why i'm like I loved Midsommar a ton, but it didn't get any nominations. I'm not mad about that. There's no way it was ever going to. It's mm-hmm. just not that that kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Farewell, though, usually they have like that one Sundance smaller scale pic- picture that you know was buzzed about at the festivals. And I don't really think they have a movie like that in their Best Picture nominees. No. I'm not surprised farewell. I I saw it, you know, on yeah. streaming. I didn't get to see it in the theater, but I thought it was good and it didn't make me cry. It wasn't as sad as I thought it was going to be. But I just wasn't super impressed. Like I just don't feel like it was Oscar caliber. I mean, it was still very very good. Yeah. I just was I'm not surprised it didn't quite make it. No, I'm not I'm not really surprised at all. I can see it at the Golden Globes because yes. they split it up. Yep. And that you, you you just have so many extra slots to fill. Yeah. But, I mean, I disagree. I think it's, you know, it's my favorite <laughs> movie of the year, but I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be like, I can't believe it didn't get nominated for mm-hmm. this picture. Frozen 2 not being in Best Animated uh, Movies category was a bit surprising, but... And having, um, what was the one? Uh, the the two Netflix Link. movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Klaus 
Yeah, what was Claus. that? Actually, I Santa Claus. I just saw Klaus and I lost my body from Netflix, and is I gotta Klaus? say, is it Santa Claus? I don't know. I I just call. I'm just so used I'm to. I'm gonna say Klaus. Claus. Klaus. Um, I'm Santa Claus. I think you guys are right on Klaus. <laughs> I'm just used to saying Claus. Okay. Uh, but they're both really good. I think. Um, I think I lost my body is expected to win. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I still think Disney will do its magic and have Toy Story four win. My fingers are crossed. I mean, I haven't seen the other ones, but yeah. my fingers are crossed. Mm-hmm. And Missing Link is just a delight. I just It's a nice movie. So I good for it. I just want Into the Unknown to win Best Song. That's I a think personal family favorite it's, of it's ours. Not, it's not the front runner. It's not expected no. to. I want it to. Uh, what were my takeaways from nominations? Um, let's see. You I, want the list? I can no, give you a... Oh, okay. I'm just cool. kind of going through... <laughs> I wasn't surprised about the farewell. I I did like all the nominations. I'm kind of surprised Joker got so many. That's my biggest surprise. Unfortunately, if it's the big winner, it's just not going to do anything for theaters. The way maybe like 1917, you could bring it back and have a big bump because it hasn't played well in the market. It hasn't played as much in the market. So um, I liked seeing Brad Pitt get nominated. Oh, he'll win it. Um, I hope yeah. he gets that. I I wouldn't mind seeing Quentin Tarantino get nominated or um, win for director or screenplay i mean they always give him writing credits but i like to give have him get something a little bit more that once upon a time in hollywood i actually saw it and really enjoyed it so mm-hmm. i kind of feel oh, like that the, was the screenplays this year were all fantastic i'm really sad taron edgerton didn't make it in oh um, yeah that's yeah. my stand a chance i know he didn't but it just just on a hope and so, a prayer yeah it's so blown away <laughs> See, that's what i'm saying that's how i feel about the farewell i Taron is easily one of the best performers of the year. That yeah. was one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. But it's just not a movie the Academy is going to do because in their minds, they already did that last year yeah. with something that was, in my opinion, inferior in almost every way. Right. I, I knew I liked you. <laughs> I agree with all that. Um, I thought Scarlett Johansson getting a lead actress and a supporting actress nomination was interesting. Um, yeah, it's the first time in 13 years. I mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I tried good, to look up who the last her. person was. I couldn't, I couldn't find it. I don't it. know either. I'm just happy like Johansson got like recognized for JoJo. It might have been. I remember at the Golden Globes, Leonardo DiCaprio got nominated for Best Actor twice for mm-hmm. Blood Diamond and The Departed. But oh, that was the, the Oscars can't do that. Right. So I, I'm going to have to figure out who that was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just happy that JoJo got recognized, especially for her performance, for sure. That was yeah. one of my big happy moments. Otherwise, I, I thought it, I, I wasn't too surprised by any of it. Mm-hmm. Not disappointed. Uh, I get what everybody's saying about every year the Oscar's so white thing comes up. Yeah, I was just and, about to ask. And that um, doesn't really bother me. I, I feel like I feel kind of bad for Greta Gerwig not getting because mm-hmm. I, was... I hate seeing Todd Phillips name there when it <laughs> should have been Greta Gerwig's name. I don't yeah. get it. Um, So I don't know. The controversy is just always going to kind of be there for those those films in you. Oh, you can count on it happening every, every year. Oscars. I feel like this is going to happen. And then I feel like because so much controversy comes up every year when somebody deservedly maybe of color gets or female gets nominated, you just never know if that gets tainted. Like, Oh, they got a pity nomination because of the controversy. Yeah, or did put they those really questions out there? Yeah. And I, and I don't want to see anybody who maybe rightfully deserves to get nominated, have their nomination mean less because this stupid controversy keeps coming up year after year after year. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but Jennifer Lopez did not deserve an Oscar <laughs> nomination. Did she get one? 
No, no. But that the people oh, that were she upset. Was, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't I, get one. I didn't. I don't think we saw the movie, so I don't I, think we can make that well, claim. No. I saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I agree to an extent that Lopez's performance was not one of the better ones of the year. But I think there is a fair argument to make that she could have gotten a nomination for supporting actress. Not a good one. Not a good argument. But there is one. I guess there's always an argument. Like, were you in a movie this year? You could have gotten a nomination. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It can be anything and everything. There's so many yeah. different reasons behind yeah. why they get nominated or why they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much politics behind it. Like, whose turn is it? How many, what's your been your history and your career look like? And is it time for you? Or yeah, are t- you just so... I'm just so salty about the Adam Sandler thing. <laughs> like, Uncut Gems wasn't quite as great as I wanted it to be. It was still right. very, very good. But Adam Sandler was just the best. Like, <laughs> I hated him so much in that movie. And I loved it. I loved yeah. how much I hated him for every single line he said. And there was like this large like following. It's like, come on, guys, let's make Academy Award nominee Adam Sandler a thing. Yeah. And I thought they were gonna do it, but they didn't. But they didn't. I still tell myself I'm gonna watch the two popes. So, I probably never will. Yeah. But I I kind of just want to take Jonathan Price out and just slide Adam Sandler in there. <laughs> oh, that'd be my. Taron Edgerton spot. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I um, haven't seen two popes either, but do you guys? I don't know. I'm not really planning the best on it. acting category. I kind of feel like it's between Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Driver. That's how it's been. I used to be rooting or convinced it would be Adam Driver, but now yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Do you think that Joker will be this takeaway? I don't think it's going to clean house. I think the reason I think it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix is because. I feel like it's pretty undeniable to say that he is the best part about that movie. Yeah. yeah. And if this movie gets 11 nominations, I don't see it not winning anything. Right. So if it, it even if it just wins one, it will probably be for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Or director Todd Phillips. <laughs> or best picture. Joker. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I've, I Do want to sit down. walk away with the best picture this year? I, I don't. Um, I yeah. they got twenty four nominations, which I mean, that was crazy yeah. to see. Uh, but they yeah. also walked away empty handed from the Golden Globes, pretty much. Yeah, except for Laura Dern, I think. I could see it being a Joker situation where they're nominated for so much but only win so little. If I mean, if they won, it would be for The Irishman, which I'm still thinking is very, very much in the running. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse yeah, me. gross. Um, came back up. The top but, three for me is <laughs> 1917, Once Upon a Time, and Parasite. Still. I think, in terms of what you think will win, yeah, I think it's between um, Once Upon a Time, maybe Parasite, which would make me very happy. Yeah, and Irishman. go see that movie, <laughs> and The Irishman. Yeah, Irishman, expect, Irishman would be fourth. I think 1917 yeah. will probably get the cinematography, and maybe the music, because um, that's a. I, I just see that getting more of the technical below the Do you line think award. Sam sure. Mendes will get the director like he did with Golden Globes? Mm, maybe. I think that's very more, possible. More and more recently, People love it seems like more and more recently <laughs> it seems like maybe maybe not. But usually, best director and best picture go to the same thing. But it seems like there have been several cases recently where it's it's different. You yeah, know? like Roma Alfonso won for director, but. The Green Book one. one for picture. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting the sense that like best director category is for like 
best picture but like in the artsy sort of way but like best pictures now like who liked these this movie the most or which movie do you like the most and i'm and, okay with that i as long as the picture that wins can be brought back and made some money in the box office <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah i just got that sense from last year last Green Book did but... pretty good we played it after and that God, did it was so bad people, but <laughs> i don't see like you couldn't do anything with irishman there would be no money in that or marriage story if those were big winners that's why i went to netflix baby do best picture <laughs> winners usually make a lot of money in like a second win though um not if a they lot win best but picture? they, they get a seems... bump they definitely but get it... a bump the next week hmm i don't know i just like you're just not weird gonna, like you're not gonna see it making gangbusters but it it's just, just depe- a noticeable it just depends difference. on them like um what was the moonlight mm-hmm. did not get a bump afterwards but green book did la la I mean, land probably yeah but green have. book is <laughs> but green book is terrible and moonlight's amazing i know i know i'm just saying what gets a bump and what doesn't i know it has to be accessible to general audiences yeah. still yeah um anything else about the oscars i think we'll do predictions down the road closer oh. i'm just to the show. i'm just yeah. holding out waiting for those anonymous ballots I, I, I need to see somebody explain what they see in joker i don't know it's been <laughs> a i week. need it i don't get it. i feel like i'm going insane it's almost a week and they still haven't posted anything at least i haven't seen any well it I is the shortest cycle in it is they're they are gonna do oscars on the february 9th so oh yeah geez that's like a whole month it's earlier month. than normal yeah right? yeah I'm fine with that. I let's cut to the chase. Get, let's get the it way. over with. <laughs> yeah. Tired of waiting a whole month with like prediction stuff. Yeah. Let's just have it be a few weeks. I'm down. All right. So yeah, that was it for all oh. the Oscar talk. Also, I wonder if um any Fox Searchlight titles win. Does Fox get the credit or does Oh yeah Disney? Because now it's now only Searchlight Pictures. They're dropping the Fox from everything, which they should have before yeah so. they kind of held on a- to that and it's like you bought fox but it's, it's still fox there's still a new fox somewhere running around there yeah but now it's nope nope yeah that, it's disney or searchlight that little bomb just or- dropped today there's an article up on ssi about that um but yeah the, they're yeah, dropping the fox names. the titles are yeah. basically the same just minus fox so it's yeah. 20th 20th century studios mm-hmm. and searchlight, searchlight pictures. pictures yeah yeah and now 20th century studios doesn't distribute its own product um that gets distributed through disney's channel yeah, just like it has been so like how yeah. ford v ferrari is technically distributed through right. disney now yeah. but um searchlight still distributes its own stuff so good for them they'll I'd be now, so happy if jojo rabbit just randomly won that'd be so cool oh i would cry that'd be like <laughs> that'd be like the i feel like you know, the Oscars always like to be topical with their things. You know, there was like the year of female empowerment. There was the year of uh, Oscars so white and that was Moonlight. And then, you know, just kind of like that. I feel like Jojo Rabbit is the most topical movie. The year that Nazis get taken down. <laughs> or that we all go insane. That's probably why Joker's so, yeah, I guess. so topical. <laughs> they probably think that. That's probably what they're seeing. They're like, this is the ultimate movie that describes our times. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. But it we don't thinks want... it is, and it's telling you it is, but it's not actually doing that. You're just that's falling. That's so annoying. I then feel like that really does well. tell us at time. You think you know I, yeah. what's going on. Maybe no, that's like the ultimate. <laughs> speaking of the Joker, maybe that's like the ultimate joke is yeah. like <laughs> the fact that, yeah, you know what? Joker's the best movie. I just wanted to win for that reason. <laughs> it was all just a big joke. Yeah. It's probably what they saw in it at the Venice Film Festival when this all started. Man, they were hyped. Mm-hmm. 
That was that was crazy times oh, well. this year, last Let's year. Let's talk about fun upcoming movies. Right. So, um, well, we I have... guess one of these looks fun. No, they all look fun in their own way, Eric. <laughs> all of them. I got two of them, kind of. Okay, so we've got, we want to talk about the Guns Akimbo trailer, the Morbius trailer, and the Lovebirds trailer. <laughs> okay. Where do you want to start? Well, Guns Akimbo, look, I'm just going to be straight. It's not going to go wide. It's no. barely going to go limited. But it looked so good. The trailer is incredible. Please go see it. It's up on our site. Uh, Basically, but it's, yeah. But don't, <laughs> don't bother with it other than that. It's going to be directed DVD. Daniel Radcliffe is this depressing slacker couch potato shut-in dude like like gaming social media addict and through some bizarre sort of our chain of events i think he like trash talks or trolls somebody on a comment section they break down his door bolt guns to his hands like through his bones and his skin it's really gruesome yeah and he gets thrust into like what i think is like an real life battle royale thing and he's supposed to kill this character named i think nix Knox. nix nix oh, played by remember. samara weaving and she's like the old, she's like the the best player of this mm-hmm. game she's killed, killed everybody she's so unkillable and they're like yeah go 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 kill her now and you're left with daniel radcliffe in a bathrobe his underwear like grizzly bear footy <laughs> slippers. Well, because he can't get shoes on, <laughs> can't get pants on. I don't know how he's ever gonna like um, refill the guns. You know. Oh yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to choose his shots, pick his Very shots. Well. Oh, you know they're gonna overlook that and be like, they're never ending. <laughs> they're like, never boom, empty. Boom, boom, boom. But this just looks like the kind of like just like in on the joke kind of over the top B movie genre yeah. roller coaster. And those are some of my favorite things ever. It's yeah. it's what Daniel Radcliffe loves to do now. It's what exactly. Samara Weavey knows how to do well. So Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> has probably that. had the greatest career of actors in his generation. I like. I feel so. like he it. made his money on his first film, and then he could just play whatever he wants. Exactly. After that. He's just oh, a yeah. dude who wants to go out there and make fun movies, even if sometimes they're not very good. But I feel like even then, he's had a pretty good track record. After the trailer release, I saw someone tweet out and be like, I feel so bad for Daniel Radcliffe's career. And I was like, why? He's rich and he's doing what he wants. Exactly. Like, this is amazing. You probably haven't seen any of his other movies. Yeah, this is the dream. And Samara Weaving is just killing it. Like, after Literally. Ready or Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, she looks, like, scary in this movie. Yeah. She's, She's like going to be in pale, that pale, ghosty, like, just cold, dead-eye mm-hmm. assassin. Like I said, she knows her lane. Oh, yeah. At this point in her career, she's like, I want to be in fun genre movies where I get to kill lots of people. And she's going to do that <laughs> in very gruesome ways. Movie. Like, just wait. That'll be your character. Well, speaking of pale, pale characters, what about Morbius? We could go on and on about Guns and Kimbo. Uh, so Morbius. Morbius. Morbius no. is releasing wide January. Or no, July thirty first. Yeah, under it's supposed Sony. to be like the Venom universe's next movie yeah. after Venom. Yeah, but they also show Michael Keaton at the end, so I wonder if they're gonna try and tie in Spider Man as well. I don't know. Uh, that's I all don't they've care. got. I hate. Well, it is. All I don't want to say hate. I very much do not like Jared Leto, <laughs> and this movie. If you replace Jared Leto with anybody else, I'd be like, okay, that looks kind of like what Venom did. A weirdly early 2000s type superhero movie look it's very campy it's very generic the character is very much 90s character <laughs> it fits well, it's it's like <laughs> i mean how many different superhero origin stories start with like i i created this thing to try and fix this thing and it just went terribly wrong and now yeah. i have powers you know 
And it's like, how many times can you say that in a trailer? And but this time he's a vampire. Yeah, God. he has vampire abilities, but he's yeah, but living. He's a vampire, but he's still doing the same things that every other superhero does in their trailers. He's like fighting people, and there's colors, and there's explosions. There's, there's and color he's now. Fighting people. It's awesome. I don't know. This color palette is very muted. I yeah, don't know it look, if it looks it's very grim. colorful, but. It's colorful when he does his powers. It's like pew, purple. Pew, it's a very red. yeah. See, that's the exact same thing that every other superhero movie does. <laughs> well, this is a very dreary trailer, so I don't know if people are going to be like, "Well, I don't know if I want to see a vampire superhero movie." But then if you add Michael Keaton, be like, "Hey, he was in Spider Man." I'm sure Michael Keaton's the clincher. That's why they yeah. left him for the end. Oh my god, that's Michael Keaton. I mean, that oh was god. probably the one thing that got me excited. I was like, oh wow, Michael Keaton. Like, it didn't even dawn on me that it could be connected to Spider-Man. I was just happy to see Michael Keaton. <laughs> I, the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, are they like, like, is are, is there going to be like weird combination of the MCU and the Venom universe, but only sometimes? You I'm, know? I'm betting it's just like spin-off spider-man characters in their own universe and then they'll try and never interact with it. or influence the mcu characters I, that's even if they're in the same gonna, city that's probably be, what's gonna is happen. michael keaton gonna be like um a samuel jackson character that connects them all <laughs> the nick fury of <laughs> yeah. the venom universe we're gonna make evil well last Avengers. time we saw him isn't he like in jail yeah but he's not in jail here so maybe he gets out of jail and he's like morbius i'm i'm, I'm putting together the sinister six i'm really hoping <laughs> That Michael Keaton is just playing a new character and I has do nothing to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, that would be I, genius. On but there's no part. way they're doing that. No. It's no. all about that interconnectivity. Yeah, but if you trick them into thinking there was, and then it's just a different character, oh, that would make me happy. What was the things that you guys thought were fun about that trailer? Because um, I got I kinda, nothing from I it. Was it was sad so dreary. About the there little, was nothing fun. I was sad about the little boy in the beginning getting beat up. Just like but, Joker. So I liked that. Yeah, idea. but he grew up to have abs. Yeah, he it's grew fine. up to have abs, and he and he's gonna take down his bullies. That's the oldest trope in the book. I, I hate like seeing a... little kids get beat up by bullies. Not because I feel bad for them. I feel because so it's well, like because this we is, feel bad for. I'm them. like this is the laziest. <laughs> this is the laziest cliche. writing you could sure. possibly do right now. There wasn't anything that was really fun. Yeah, that's about it. I th- <laughs> I did see a headline after it came out that said, "Is the dark superhero." the new genre like the, the anti-hero the we tried anti-hero. that we had already been doing yeah, that we for tried a while. that before early 2000 or 2010s yeah well and it didn't work so well, then well an internet China, time like two Morbius. years ago is forever ago yeah. mm. so people forget things very fast i don't know i don't know what to make of this movie truth be told like it wasn't yeah. a bad trailer it just <laughs> it was a tolerable trailer <laughs> Um, There's a trailer I feel like I had seen I don't know. a billion times before, except this time it starred a guy who I really, really, really don't like. <laughs> I think that's why they added Michael Keaton, because they saw that trailer so and they were like you. They were like, like, well, we well people him. don't really like Jared Leto. Let's throw in a and Michael it's Keaton. very cameo. dark and sad. Like, I don't know who wants to see that I didn't think it was dark and sad. I just I thought it was dark it was... and cheesy. I mean, a kid gets beat up in the beginning. and sad. He's it's all... sad, Eric. It's not sad at all. I'm just saying it felt like it was supposed to be sad. So, well, yeah, I don't know what to make of this movie. Let's end on a know. happy note. Talk about the Lovebirds trailer. <laughs> that well, is the... so funny. Kamal Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Uh, it looked yeah. kind of silly. I thought it looked... I laughed out it loud. It played before Underwater. It. So, like, I knew that this was a movie, but I had no I idea what... It, a movie. I didn't know anything <laughs> about it. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know what it was about. I'm and then this trailer <laughs> played, and I was like, oh, okay. This is, like, date night, but R-rated. Yeah. And... 
There's, I guess, a couple funny lines. I mean, they got the but, newest comedic talent in Kamel and is a, I think it's Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that's her name. So smart on their part, but it does look like uh, date night. And that's all I, I I'm telling it. Cody that it's just another one of these comedies that she will get really excited for and you'll see it and you'll be like, yeah, all the funny parts were in the trailer. I'm like, yeah. And then you'll forget that you even saw it probably. Comedies seem to do well in April when it's getting released. So yeah. I'm, I got, I laughed out loud and I thought it looked good. So it's as long movie, as it does that, it does. It's a movie job. I would yeah. definitely see if like my family all got together and they're like, hey, let's go to the movie. What's out? Well, I've already seen everything good. Oh, we could see this though. Okay. That's when I would see this movie. <laughs> and then hopefully you'll come out and be like, I lied. I did not see everything good. Hey, Love take... birds is great. I would probably come out and I'd be like, because we all went together and killed a couple hours and I heard my family laughing around me. Yeah, it was fun time. I'm going to take an adult Beautiful. juice box and hide it in my purse <laughs> and go enjoy this by myself. That's what I did with underwater. It was just me. <laughs> me and my juice box in the middle of the theater. You you knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it'll do fine. It's being released April 3rd, and it'll, it'll do good business for what comedies do these days. I enjoyed the trailer. Maybe. Yeah. I think people will I think people will enjoy it, too. We'll kinda, see about the whole movie. I kind of want to enjoy it just to prove you guys wrong. Be like, comedies still are good. Oh, they comedies are, are great. St- Jojo Rabbit is one of the best movies of last year. Yeah. It was the best comedy of last year. I enjoyed Game Night. Game Night was pretty good. Yeah. I did not enjoy Game Night as much. Mm. I wasn't. I didn't think it was that good. I don't even know if I finished it. You mean it. like uh, <laughs> Jesse Plemons' character? I was, he was okay. He was oh. the best. No, he was the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought I thought it was hilarious. But. Meth Damon. But that's the thing about comedies. Like, it, it's so difficult to find... Like one that fits like everyone's. Um, well, I mean, like yeah. we've talked like about before. What makes them think that they're funny. on this podcast? I feel like a lot of people when they think of comedies now, they think of shows that they stream. Yeah. You know. Sure. Or, yeah. Like as, I mean, The Office has been like the number one watch show on Netflix forever now, mm-hmm. and that's what people think of when they think of comedies, even though that thing's over like ten years old now. I've Maybe been rewatching Parks and Rec episodes. Yeah, see, Office. I always Parks, watch and, Parks and, Rec, and Rec episodes. The Good Plays. People think of these when they think of comedies. They don't think of like singular movies. Right. Yeah, more like tell TV shows. Yeah. Have you gone through and ever watched all the Tammy episodes in order? Not in order. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It just but, keeps getting more and more. Yeah, it just so goes good. to another level. And yeah. Tammy too, and oh yeah, I like all the Tammy episodes. Parks and Rec's so good. So good. So I hear. <laughs> you know what I found out today is the guys haven't seen Stargate, and so I really want everybody to watch it this weekend so we can talk about it next week. There's Spread the big the word. shout out. Get yeah. everybody you know together and watch Stargate. Yep. That'll change the world. Everyone will be yeah. happier. I'm probably going to head to the video store after work. Maybe I'll seek it out. Nice. Yeah. It's I'm a miracle gonna, we have one of those. I'm going to get it on Prime. So I'm such a regular there, but I still don't know the owner's name. <laughs> I don't oh, want to really? ask him, but he's so nice. We're always chatting about movies, and he's just like, I don't have to tell him my name. He's like, hey, how's it going? Hey, guy. But Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? That'd be a little weird. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. I would chat he about re- like. Brandon rated R, Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're old enough for this one, sport? <laughs> you ever heard of Stargate, Buckaroo? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it, champ. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I don't know. I think that'd be hilarious. Uh, what do we got for upcoming releases? What's happening this weekend? That's a good question. Oh uh, well, like you mentioned earlier, Doolittle yep. is mm-hmm. coming out. 
Bad Boys for Probably Life, I believe. Won't yeah. do all that much. Bad Boys for Life is actually tracking to do pretty good. I'm, and it's getting I'm surprised. Reviews. Yeah, good word of I mouth. I feel kind of dumb now because I was so like convinced that it was just this basically straight to DVD five dollar yeah. clearance bin type movie. I got so excited oh, for it, it that it I watched the would. first Bad Boys. <laughs> well it doesn't have Michael Bay and it's like so far after the other ones, which I also have never I seen. Think it not having Michael Bay is a plus for I it. I think it's I think that's what's helping it because yeah. it's by a pretty good margin the best reviewed of the three Bad Boys movies. <laughs> the first one is so like nineties Michael Bay explosions. <laughs> that was like, like his first movie and like he he self he paid for the big explosion himself because he's like this movie Gosh. needs this explosion, so he paid out of pocket he's for it. He's not wrong, and <laughs> look what it got him. Tealione. It got him Transformers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Among other things, Transformers are all garbage. But I will always love Armageddon has a guilty pleasure. Mm, yeah, that's a good, that's a good bad movie. Uh, well. Maybe another good bad movie would be Underwater. You said it was enjoyable. Thanks, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Want to close my eyes? Yeah, Underwater will probably fall off the the tens. Oh, really? Yeah. What did it open to? I don't know. It opened to like seven or eight or something. Oh, yeah. No, Underwater is dead. That's gone. Dead in the water. It's going to die almost as fast as The Grudge did. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Which is unfortunate, but you know. The Grudge fell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's Doolittle. um, I think it was just those two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and then that's 1917 what it looks like. is expanding to more locations. Yeah. And yep. That'll hold over. Jumanji will probably hold over. Yeah. Star Wars has fallen a bit. But it'll still be in there. As yeah. the comedy expert, Cody, what do you think of Like a Boss? Is that uh, still in there? Yeah. It, well, it came out last weekend. Yeah. It's, it's weekend number two. I don't think it's going to Remember when you up. said you were really yeah. excited for that? I, I was. <laughs> Did you see it? I saw another trailer and it kind of put me off on it a little bit. I don't like the idea that she's trying to steal their company from them and they're too stupid to know. You didn't like, get that in the first trailer? I don't know. I got excited by <laughs> it just being a comedy. And then when it's I really like thought about it. almost like a trailer that goes out of its way to tell you more about the story I, makes it worse. Yeah. I just Like Birds of Prey. <laughs> I liked that other trailer. That I second think it trailer gets it. worse every time I watch it. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you see it again? It, well, it played before Underwater and I was just oh. like, oh my God. I hate this. Hi, it's me, Harley Quinn. Here's what's going to happen in this I'd movie. I'd like to report a, ser- a terrible crime. Okay. So is that all? I think that's is, yeah. Is that all we have? You got to sneak beers on that movie. It's like a trash film, so you got to do something trashy in return when you go to view it. What birds of prey? I would yeah. bring in one of those little box wines and have it in here and have a long straw and just be like, "That's not trashy enough." Where's your flask? In my room. Okay, bring your <laughs> flask. I thought it was a great idea. I like the extended I straw wine, thing. Wine, I think, is too nice. Box wine, though. Unless it's like a whole box wine and you're like <laughs> putting it above your head, and, then and I if don't it's, think it's trashy I've never enough. done that. If it's eight dollars, then yeah, you'll be good. Yeah, people who like slap the bag really hard—that's weird. Oh, okay, is that, that a thing? <laughs> is it not? I don't know. I've I seen people. I've seen people do it. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, this is what I'm we not do. A wine connoisseur. I like have no holds idea. the bag over oh. his hand and just like slaps it really like. In a way that made me feel a little uncomfortable. I think that person's just like, why insane. do you have to slap this? Yeah. Why can't you just drink why it? Why is it out of the box? So he can slap it. Oh my God. I never took him out of the box. That would be really trashy. What? Taking it out of the box. Yeah. And just having this big 
and apparently slapping it. <laughs> yeah, like a bladder of wine. Like, yeah, but I if I bring beers into the theater, then I will go pee. <laughs> what? If I bring beers into a theater, I will pee. And I probably wouldn't be mad if I missed some of Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> but wine doesn't make me pee, so. Oh. You just need, like, stronger beers. Like, darker, what? stronger beers. They won't Does make those... you pee as much. Really? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a pee problem. So I mean, I guess, I, you pro- I guess you might have to have, you probably have less of them, so there would be less liquid to pee out. Take us away, Kyle. Yeah. I think that's a good <laughs> idea. Uh, okay, so everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Off the Break Podcast. There was quite a bit of interesting conversation, uh, but please uh, <laughs> listen to the rest of our episodes and check us out at silverscreeninsider.com where we have all the Oscar nomination information up and available, as well as uh, reviews for the movies that we checked out and plenty more to uh, have uh, as a theater owner. So please check it out. Awesome. Have a good good weekend. weekend.